Is this the basement? It's the lower level. Okay. Salutations, everybody. It's time for another episode of Bald and Bingeable with D'Angelo. I'm D'Angelo, and I'm here to take you through an auditory journey through all the things of pop culture that you love to consume, the stuff that you're insatiable for, the stuff that you find truly bingeable this holiday season, dot, dot, dot. You guys, back on the pod, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy Yule. And happy Nelson Castillo. He's joining us again, right <laughs> of the pod. <laughs> Hi. Hi. It's Christmas week. It's the week of Christmas. I had nothing <laughs> in the canon, you guys. And uh, I have been overwhelmed this month. I think probably like everybody has. So I asked my good friend Nelson to come on because we're sisters and we're not going to be spending Christmas near each other this year. We don't really ever do though because I'm usually like gallivanting <laughs> throughout the country and then yeah. you're here. So, I'm here. okay, girl, what are your Christmas plans? Oh, uh, my Christmas plans. Um, Really, <laughs> for me, it's like to do nothing, right? <laughs> it would just be like stay at home and um, binge some TV, but I'll be with my boyfriend and his family. And he doesn't really have like a really big family. Ooh, so it's just his, um, uh, yeah. it's just his brother and his cousin actually. And they're really sweet and really nice. So we'll spend the day with them and open presents and probably get to do still all the stuff. They're Italian. So there's gonna be lots of food. He told me all the food they're making. So it's great for me because you know, I don't cook or anything. <laughs> They cook. I will clean. I will it's look great out for me. clean. Yeah, it's great for me because everyone cooks, right? Like, I don't need to cook. I don't want to cook. I have no interest in cooking. <laughs> but I will clean. Like, I'll make my part. And at least I'll clean so they can sit down and relax. Like, they cooked. I can at least do that, right? So, understandable. <laughs> well, it's funny because we do, like, so much, like, I've done so much entertaining here at the house in, like, the past, well, yeah. like, like, month. Busy, busy. It yeah. has been so much. And like, so you guys, I am feeling full on like that holiday burnout that people talk about. And Ugh, I, I'm, I feel it too, girl. <laughs> it's like, it was first, it was my partner's birthday. We did that big like dinner party. Then we did um, Thanksgiving. Then we had our Christmas, you know, our to holiday toy get together thing here at the house. And then now we're going to be like taking off. I do feel very guilty. So this year we are headed off to Florida because uh, my partner's fam, we have, we were going out there this year and um, I'm not doing the Ohio thing. I'm just going to stay my butt in Florida, Fort Lauderdale the whole time. Do you know? Amazing. I was just thinking, I'm like, it would be so great to get away and go somewhere warm and tropical <laughs> and have well, like a drink. <laughs> I wish the same thing because right yeah. now our weather is going to be complete shite from like Saturday through Wednesday. <laughs> so well, Miami, here in San Diego, it's going to be amazing. I heard it's yeah. going to be in the high 70s, which will be great. So. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm leaving town, so whatever. So it's going to be good though. <laughs> At least we have like good weather here because, um, you know, like we have outside dogs that love to be outdoors and yeah. we have people watching the dogs in the house you know so we're doing the whole house sitting kind of situation so they'll at least be able to like have the dogs outside because if it was raining i don't know what my dogs would be doing you know what i mean they'd be like yeah absolutely uh. insane so we are in that like <laughs> stage right now they're about to be a year old so that's the reason why i feel guilty is that like um because we're leaving and we're not gonna be here for their first birthday and so <laughs> you know, Ro rose is too big to travel she can't like fit under the seats so yeah. and they need to be trained so like we need to get some like real training in so this way we can like buy them a seat and do whatever else we need to for you know future for but yeah so it's like that whole sort of a thing but I don't know we should have like a good time again well my my boyfriend his family's Italian <laughs> as well he's also <laughs> Italian and I always have homemade food whenever I go there um <laughs> <laughs> so I think we'll probably be at like his sister's house with like, you know, the immediate fam and all that. So it's a different, it's a different kind of a celebration this year because, you know, we're dealing with like loss this year. So yeah, trigger warning, trigger warning, everybody. Oh my God, I'm going to talk about it. Um, 
<laughs> no, so it's going to be like the first year without somebody, you know what I mean? And so, and you know how that situation yeah. is. And so you just kind of have uh, to like, it's a different holiday. It is. It's weird. You know, what's funny is like yesterday actually was the fifth anniversary of my mom's death. And I didn't really think about it that much. And then I felt guilty for not thinking about it. And I was like, should I be as okay as I am right now? Feeling that like, I don't miss her, but there are things that I definitely do to like, remember her, you know, like watching we're here right now. Like my mom, like she would love that. And then like, I cry and get emotional. Cause like if my mom was here, I know she would call me up the next day and talk about it. Um, I take a bath once a week because that was something my mom did. And I like to do like a bougie bath, you know, and get like the, uh, the, the bubble um, bomb. She's a regular Meredith Marks. Yes, from Lush and everything. And I just recently got this really cool one from Lush and it's a sad face, but it's a white sad face. Like the, the bomb is white, but then the sad face is a purple sad face. You put it in the water and because it was white, I wasn't expecting it to like turn into all these different colors it was like turquoise and pink and purple and then it made this really pretty teal color and teal is my mom's favorite color so I just felt mm-hmm. like kind of connected like super to my mom but without being really like overly emotional so mm-hmm. you know as time does go on you know things get better and you kind of heal um, that's just where I'm at and I'm not saying that to say like you know later on in my life that I won't be there but it kind of feels nice to not feel like a mess without her for once well you know what and I think that just kind of shows that like you're kind of using the tools that she gave you too to like kind of like move you know forward I mean yes. like the thing is it's because grief isn't like a, isn't linear you know what I mean you don't have like a place that you have to like that you're going with it you know it's like it's it's you get a wave of it here and there you know like I, I can yeah. say like selfishly like my whole I think I talked about last week here on the pod I did a, a whole rambling episode last week where it's like stream of conscious so I have no idea what's out there so you guys listen to last week I probably admitted all kinds of things I've never run over somebody in Arizona though so I know I didn't say that but um, <laughs> but like you know like we're we're dealing with this with my my partner's father you know and then we yeah. also like and then we're also we're, we're down our, our dog you know what i mean yeah that was miss like, lucy yeah yeah <laughs> that was like our kid and so the thing is yeah we have two new little ones you know here in the house but there's definitely a hole you know there's something yeah. different and i think i've also kind of like found myself like withdrawing from like listening or like watching a bunch of like the same old same old holiday stuff that i do every year i think because like yeah, I, I, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's a different memory. So the thing is, I think some things, you know, you like unwrap different things. And so I've been watching some holiday kind of things here and there, and I'm listening to music, but I don't know, this holiday season doesn't feel, it feels like it just like, we were just at pride and all of a sudden <laughs> it's like Christmas. And it was like, how did this happen? Like we say this every year, <laughs> but I mean, but this year it feels like even Halloween was a blip. Like what? Oh uh, yeah. Ever? yeah. I just, totally agree with that. Oh, it's just so crazy. But I'm like trying to give myself like the Hojo holiday spirit. So I sent off my uh, my family's gifts, you know, like in a big box. And so and I cannot wait um, to open them via FaceTime with them. Uh, my nephew is very into Sesame Street right now, you know, and I've been purchasing like the different characters for him. And so we have friends at work over at like the SeaWorld parks and the Sesame street parks. So I've been able to like bounce off their discounts. And then I've also found some hard to find ones like out in like Orlando. So I really spoiled this little boy with like Sesame street merchandise, like especially like <laughs> the, the plush animal, like 14, 16, 20 inch, you know, like plush characters. So it's just so funny because I'm just thinking about him like last time I gave him like uh, six different characters when I was there for for Christmas or for his birthday. And, you know, his little, you know, he's on the spectrum and like just the way that he talks is just his his cadence is a little bit different and it's adorable, but he's just, so I've got six characters and I have four characters from the Sesame Street in the room already, which means I have 10 characters and like, <laughs> like it's just very like matter of fact and it's like my favorite like little thing right now. So yeah. Um, just completely like loving it. So there's that. So I'm gonna find like some of like that joy and like giving some like little gifts here and there. I got a couple little things. I think right now, me and Anthony, like our whole like I I got him a couple like little like what you know, I got him a couple gifts, you know. Um yeah. but we haven't like 
I haven't like what am I getting him that would be like substantial and the same thing with him it's like we haven't had time to we haven't had time to Christmas shop like at all like do yeah. any kind of holiday shopping because I just finished mine today so yeah. <laughs> and it was a well, nightmare but I finished it so see I've done all the family I have like one more person left on his side you know what I mean like on his on his immediate family that I still have left to get something for, which I'll just do like when we get there to Miami, you know, like we'll, we'll, hit, we'll have Evan Mall and sell that kind of thing because it's amazing. Yeah. Or like Sawgrass Hills. Oh my God, that's like the best outlet yeah. ever. Um, <laughs> so like, I'm, I'm going to like, I'm going to have fun doing that, but like, and I'll just get, you know, I get those like last minute gifts, but like yeah. for each other, for like my partner, like we just, it's hard to shop for each other because number one, we get what we want when we want it. You know what I mean? Like we're not for sure. Gonna... Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's that. So we have to be like extra thoughtful and like what we get each other. And then right now we're just like, how about yeah. you pay to train Sadie and you pay to pay... <laughs> you trade it, you pay to train Rose. And that'll be a gift for each other is that we want to train them, you know, like service dog capabilities just so they can like go anywhere and do anything. Cause you know how we are with them. Um, because I want to start taking them on set with me when we start going on like programs and things. So we got to get some training underway. Um, so who knows if that might be like the situation this year. But other than that, like that's how I've been kind of keeping myself like getting holiday read up and all that. Nelson. Yes. Let's do some 10 quick self-indulgent holiday themed questions. Okay. And so, and we're going to add some like little spins to them. Okay. okay. Norm, normally ask people what their favorite holiday album is or the favorite song, but I need to know from you. <laughs> okay. Since you're like my gayest friend, what is like... <laughs> I find that really hard to believe, but okay. <laughs> okay, and listen, I'm being Karen Huger right now. I have my notebook out. I'm being shady. I'm being reasonably shady. I love it. Um, I love it. <laughs> so this is what I'm gonna take notes for what not to do at the live show. Um, but my first question is gonna be for you. What is the gayest song this holiday season? <laughs> Like a Christmas song? I don't care. What's the gayest song uh, right out? Right, whatever's making you say "fa la la la" and is gay right okay, now. Like, I think is like super gay, and it's like not new or anything. But like, what I think would get like every queen on the dance floor is Abba's "Give me, give me, give me your man after midnight." When I hear that song, like I'm like, yes, queen. Like, oh my god, <laughs> that is such a New Year's Eve song too. Like that is and such. Then, a this theme song is super gay right now like we are just loving it like me and my boyfriend are just like every tv theme song like just imagine like the fan clack and the and the drop like we do it to golden girls we do it to <laughs> we do okay. it to the practice <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> do you know what song really does slap though too there's like two other songs i could think of on my head so like yes white lotus does slap as like it is right. it now is the song like, right now, but... <laughs> like if you kind of like do like the like that whole sort of thing but um so i'd be loving some white lotus but the thing is is i think on the other side though like american horror story i'm sorry but that's still a bop like the first song that like <laughs> like that's a bop i will dance to i will dance to an svu theme song you know <laughs> the doo -doo 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 didn't they do that at the Emmys this year? I think they like they took like the songs and like they redid them. Like it was pretty cool. Like they like made them to today's music and stuff. It was really neat. I'm not sure if you watched the Emmys or not, but they were pretty good when they did that. So I didn't catch that. All I remember is like Shirley Ralph singing, I am a woman. Like that's that was like that's the only thing I remember from that. Like, was the it. You were done. You were done. <laughs> that that was like it. Um, okay. Number two. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, and Blitzen. Which one will be your stripper name? Uh, probably Blitzen. See, I think that is really like, that is the unsung hero, I think, of all these little like reindeer. Because most people would be like, Vixen, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's oh, yeah. kind of like a whole thing. Or like, you know, Prancer, you know? But to be called Blitzen, like, you know, you're a mess. Like, Blitzen's a mess. Like, Blitzen, <laughs> Blitzen needs help coming, needs help getting to the car. Blitzen, you can't leave her by herself. Like, she does get lost. 
she sees something shiny and she follows it like that she's that bitch at the party like i am i'm that girl i'm not gonna lie <laughs> okay i am loving though like if we go back to like lazy bear okay i think we need to invest in helium balloons to like tie to tie to like our like waistbands so this way we can find each other in a crowd like so just be like where's my sister there's a pink balloon see you girl like Right there. yeah exactly super easy like, i love that <laughs> mm-hmm. like be the meme okay what is number three your what is your holiday drink of the season uh a margarita just a, a good margarita straight so up we went, like just margarita yeah when we went to puerto vallarta we found i usually do a casamigo silver like that's my favorite uh, but they didn't have it when we were at this bar they had this other one and it started with an h Bill took the picture of it, and it's a really good tequila, apparently. But like, I learned the first night, the first night we got there, I had eight of them, <laughs> and you know, cut to us getting back to our hotel at six in the morning. So, nice. Yeah. But could you walk? <laughs> I could, I could, I could totally walk in those cobble streets, girl. I was good. I was. Good. Oh, please, that's because she don't drink on an empty nose. Um, but like. <laughs> I actually the other night at Great Maple we went we were over there for dinner and I'm not a mess cowgirl right like I uh, that's not for me and that's what they like most of their drinks right now for the holiday season because people want to make it like feel like woody and oaky you know what I mean and so you feel warm with mezcal and I feel like mezcal just kind of feels like why is it spicy like it's one of those kind of situations I can't do it because it's so yeah it's spicy the leathery taste like it I mean I like leather in my mouth but not like that right (laughs) it's too much it's too booty like you know what I mean I just can't it tastes like 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 a literal boot like b-o-o-t but um (laughs) but so my thing is is like I actually they had a they had a spicy pineapple margarita on the menu with mezcal and i like begged him and i was like i know you guys don't usually change it but can you please just do this with regular tequila like just give me some some patron and they were like sure it's not that busy tonight yeah (sighs) like they made my night like it was perfect and so thank you bartender um (laughs) what's the first word that comes to your head when you hear the name santa claus Um, a big belly. Belly. Okay, big belly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very on brand. It's very, it's very true. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. I don't know what my first thing is when I think of Santa Claus. I've been asking people this like all like holiday season, but I don't know. Daddy? I think red. I always, I always think like red. You know what I mean? Like the red suit. Like, like that's really where I am when it comes to Santa Boots Claus. With the fur. Boots with the fur. Mm-hmm. Boots with the fur. Sandy Claus. I have not watched that Violent Night yet. Have you? No, I have not watched it. Is it? It's like a a thriller, like scary movie, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it's like an action, like like, like you yeah. know, like a Steven Seagal kind of a thing, but it's with David um, Harbor from uh, Stranger Things. It yeah. just appeared on Apple Plus to like rent for the holiday season, so it's hmm. like, okay, I might it's be watching my, it. It's not my gig. I don't. I don't really do action thriller or sci-fi. No. Okay, so like <laughs> one of the other friends of the pod who was recently on. Um, Mike, what's it called? Who also? Oh, we can't even talk about it. We can't talk about stuff on this podcast. We have to talk about it off. <laughs> stuff oh, that happened no. at my stuff that happened at my <laughs> holiday party. Um. Anyways, <laughs> but like, yeah. So, anyways, details. We'll talk about them later. But, anyways, but he was mentioning. Um. Oh my God, what was I just thinking? Not I just completely lost. Night. My the yeah, about Violent Night. Yes, about Violent yeah. Night. Oh my God, you guys, that was a total brain meltdown. This is holiday season. This is where we are. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. Um, but so what do you call it? He said that Violent Night was amazing. He was, was like, it was an amazing movie. It was a lot of fun. And so I'm into like a fun action movie right now, like escapism. I'm here for it. Okay. My next question is. What is your favorite Christmas cartoon? What do you watch the most every year? Um, I don't really watch anything anymore. I remember when I, I was a kid, we always watched The Grinch, and then we would always watch Charlie Brown, and then A Christmas Carol. Like, do you remember, like, like when you were in elementary mm-hmm. school, like they would always do How the Grinch Stole Christmas as a play. Of course, I was in a show choir, uh, whatever, right? And we'd always do like <laughs> the fun, 
we always do the you were in show choir please tell me about <laughs> this how old were you when you were in show choir plot twist <laughs> she was in the show choir <laughs> were you glee were you leah michelle were you, were you leah michelle your high school yes i was leah michelle <laughs> okay if there was a glee um, this is question number six if there was a glee character that you recognize with who would it be definitely for sure you know leah michelle's character and Ugh. then probably um faces yeah um santana no britney uh heather morris played britney right yeah she plays like like the dumb blonde girl (laughs) who she like dances back up for like beyonce here and there like she yeah that's so crazy so it's insane um okay so that was question number six i don't like these other questions so okay that's six questions this year we're not doing 10 that's it (laughs) we're done bye We're there. So we're going to keep on moving on because we're just going to talk about other stuff today on our our housewives journeys. And so let's just talk about there's a few of them on right now. So I'm excited that we're Potomac is still hitting for me. Like I'm still like appreciate uh, appreciating it. What are where are your thoughts right now? Yeah, they're doing a really good job right now. They are definitely hitting it where I am a little like upset about because, you know, I really love Giselle Bryant. She's one of my favorite housewives because, you know, she's just so beautiful despite her fashion choices. <laughs> um, and Robin, like they are just not getting it. They were on. You what love all with. the most hated housewives. What is I wrong do. with you? Like <laughs> people I'm are like, girl. people are like, people are like my most hated housewives are these five. And you're like, those are my favorite five. Like you are like. <laughs> You are an apologist. That's your problem. Like, if you weren't gay, you would probably follow Trump. You would be Latinos for Trump, wouldn't you? Oh, my like, God. No, I wouldn't. Stop it. Please. I, 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 I will vote. I will vote for Donald Trump. That's what. That's Let's, you. You're, you're one of those people Latinos on TikTok. For, Latinos for Trump. That's awful. Oh, my God. <laughs> now we're getting canceled. The last podcast we did were canceled thoughts. Definitely cancel. <laughs> That's not my viewpoints. Those are um, Nelson's viewpoints. Uh, and the thing is, I'm seeing this is me lending an olive branch to my friends who they may have different viewpoints than me. But I mean, he's an apologist. Like he loves Erica. He loves Lisa. He loves Giselle. You love Robin. You love Heather. You love Heather Debro. <laughs> like you really do me. go after the ones that people really do despise. <laughs> the badass bitches i love people that like will stand up for themselves i love people who don't mind being hated or being the villain because they're misunderstood i see myself in a lot of those women or i see myself like that i think i'm very misunderstood sometimes like if you don't really know who i am and you're just looking on my life from the outside mm-hmm. so like i relate to that and that's and i and i like that in my life too because i'm very much like that like i stand up for myself i stand up for my friends i want the truth right then and there i want fixed quick you know things I'm not waiting to drag something out forever. I want it done right then and there. And I appreciate that. Like, you know, and she's never had a sugar daddy and she's never tried to have a sugar daddy, but she wanted to have a sugar no, daddy, she would get a sugar daddy because why? It. She is thick. <laughs> like that's, 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 that's that that is that is her. Um, but I love that you love you love those two. So what is your issue right now with, with Robin and Giselle? Like, or what's going on with Giselle? My issue, my issue with them though, right now. So they were on Watch What Happens Live and Andy was talking to them about the whole a situation where Mia threw the drink at Wendy and then comparing it to Candace and Monique's situation. And they were saying that's completely apples and oranges. And I cannot get on their side with that. Like they are being hypocrites. Like, I'm sorry, like, because you know, it's in housewife contracts too. Like they can't physically hit each other like mm-hmm. with their hands so they can throw things at each other or whatever. But then the girl started hitting her with a towel and she was violently hitting Wendy with the towel. And I was just like, that is, that is too much. Like, I, I'm sorry. I can't get on that train either. Like, I'm like, you guys were there to like, be like, no, what Monique did was wrong to Candace, but like, you won't do that for Mia. Like that's, that is so crazy to me, like how they can't see that. And I'm just like, girl, bye. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, like, and like, I don't like, for Wendy, but I'm totally on Wendy's side. Like what Mia did was completely wrong. When you throw a drink at my face, oh baby, all bets are off and my contract might be over because you're gonna see me with some hands. Okay. The way <laughs> she said, she said, she said, I'm glad I wore my curly hair today. Like the yeah, right. Was like, she was like, <laughs> she like, she really did play it off very, very well. Like the fact that, like, because it is, it it does feel dehumanizing. You know what I mean? It feels so less than to like put your hands on somebody or to like throw a drink in somebody's face. Like it's such a, like, 
you know, it's a move, but at the same time, it just feels nasty. And like, and it's hard to come back from, you know what I mean? Like with two people, like, why am I going to want to hang out with you anymore? Why am I going to, I'm not, I'm not into this, but now they, you know, they have to work together because they're on the show, but there's that. Um, Okay. How about their podcast show? (laughs) Reasonably shady. I haven't heard it at all. I haven't listened to it. So I guess I'm a bad fan of that. $15,000 Robin said that they spent on On the podcast. Yes. To get it it going. No, to spend on the live show. They spent on the live show. But she said that they spent like, she sent something like 15 grand. Don't quote me, but I know it was somewhere in that ballpark. And then like, and then she said that they netted something like ridiculous like in the same in the same range and it's like wait 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 she said they netted 12 i think it was something like oh no they netted fourteen thousand, is what she said and then i think that they spent like 15 or 14 or 10 okay number one you didn't have a full house so how expensive were those tickets number two what is that yeah. money going where is that money going yeah you don't have a headliner opening for you. you. Had some guy who got your name wrong, Giselle, Bri- Gis- Giselle Dixon, or whatever he said, <laughs> or Robin oh, Bryant no. when he called her Robin Bryant. You know what I mean? The the, oh, the announcer. But I do have to oh, say no. that that Karen though is delivering this season. Like she just comes in right when she needs to, and you forget how like yeah. mm, Karen is, but it's it's there. I was listening to Carlos King's podcast. Um, reality with the king and so and carlos you would know him if you heard his voice um and if you like saw him so carlos was a producer on seasons like one through six and then nine through like 12 of atlanta he was on seasons like one and two of jersey like he was a producer so he understands like the stuff inside and out and yeah. now he's also he's he's taken Monique and the new show that Monique is on um, from Ooh. from Potomac. He's the one who's producing that show. But anyways, so he's got this podcast called Reality with the King and he brings on different like reality stars. The Ramona Singer interview is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Like there's a real there's a really, really great one with Kate Casey from Reality uh, Reality Check with Kate Casey. She's another podcast host. Like she just really speaks some truth. So if you like Housewives, go over there, listen to Carlos King. But this episode that he had like last week, he had Sharice on oh god (laughs) and so and she really did like shine a light on a lot of different things that were going on and like how she also was like this is like it's upsetting of like you know how they were treating wendy you know with this whole situation the other things that she was saying was is that you know she was the original linchpin the one that the force multiplier in the group that was everybody was built off of you know that were all in her that all knew her but then she yeah. also is standing behind the fact that like something is going on in Karen's house with Karen with these other men's, which is why Karen's now starting to blow off and starting to pop off. And Sharice is not backing down from that. And it's like, what's going on? So yeah. I, I bet you they're just open and it's just like something yeah. they don't want to talk about. Going from there, Salt Lake City. Uh, we haven't seen this week's Salt Lake City. So you guys were in the time machine right now. So the last ones that we actually saw was... <laughs> The Salt Lake City when they were in San Diego wearing those stupid cheap wigs. And so, okay, Nelson, like, so you recap. So what exactly happened at Salt Lake? And how were we involved? Because you were seen in this scene. You guys can go back and watch. This is, yeah. Um, so they're on their cash trip to San Diego because, you know, Jen Shaw has um, travel restrictions. And they can't go internationally. So they have to fly domestic and they go to San Diego for their cash trip. So they're there for a few days, you know, and um, the ladies get to go on a boat. You get to see all the really cool areas of San Diego. I'm surprised they actually flew like out of the airport because when they show the, the the episode they're like in the airport you're like girl that's that's literally the terminal <laughs> like, <laughs> they didn't, like they didn't fly private or anything they're all there right so you're they like oh my spirit. god they, they yeah. were like <laughs> Jen Shaw can't afford anything else <laughs> so that's pretty cool so for us we're like oh that's so insane right and can then, you tell um, where they're re- staying? Can you tell? Because I couldn't really tell where no, they're staying. No, I can't are. tell what area they're staying in at all. But I mean, it has to be somewhat. It I would looks say it would be like. Okay. So, say, or it could be like Sarah Mesa, maybe. I don't know. But there's a house. Okay. There's a house on Airbnb that I had looked at once, you know, to like throw like a party in. 
And yeah. I think it's that house because it has like those like that nice outdoor like villa situation, you yeah. know, outdoor. So yeah. I think it might be that, but I'm not exactly sure. And so somebody yeah. needs to. I'm like... not sure what area of town they're in. I want to say it's somewhere like that's close enough to go where they they've been going because they've been all over San Diego, right? Not to say that San Diego is like LA where it's like it's so far, like where you're in the valley and you're over here, like everything's relatively close to each other. So, Girl, been... why don't we go to Big Bear more? I'm looking at this. I'm sorry. I'm like off on this other side. Okay, keep going. We go once a year. Me and my boyfriend, we go once a year to Big Bear for the whole uh, Big Bear gay romp thing. So, I mean, it's fun. It's cute. But like you go once and you're a good girl. <laughs> um, anyway, so San Diego, they're there. They're there for fun, right? I remember like we were looking before, like they were filming, right? Because we are like such fans of Housewives. And it was said through the blogs that they were going to be here in San Diego. We were like, oh my God, let's go hunting for some housewives. Like they're going to be here. And so through the underground and it just worked out in our favor, which was so crazy. Um, our friend Gunther is friends with the people at Barrel and Board. Mm-hmm. And so we were, they were like, hey, they're going to be filming this night. If you guys want to be a part of it, you're more than welcome to come. So we had to come, you know, we had to jump through so, some hoops, right? And get COVID testing and everything. Which makes no we were, sense. Which makes yeah. no fucking sense. Because when they show Whitney and an old girl on the stage, like, like dancing right. at Riches, <laughs> like, like they're literally at Riches on the stage in the middle yeah. of the whole entire crowd, like hugging people and everything else. And they were like, you have to come and take a, take a, take a test. And blah, blah, blah. It, it was just it was ridiculous it was it was an old like goose chase trying to make it look like they were going yeah. through the rigam- rigmarole of everything but like yeah. you got jen shot over here putting her boobs on your head like yeah it was i mean it was so much fun right i mean we we made, the girls showed up late for the dinner first of all right and then they they filmed forever which i was like i had no idea they would film that long i think they filmed for four hours and like the people in our group started dropping like flies, but like me and you, we say to the end, because I was like, I am here for this. This is like my my safari in Africa, right? Like I am amongst the animals right now. I'm going to go pet the lion, right? Like that's okay, what I was so there for. <laughs> remember how we were sitting there? Okay, so I'm yeah. trying to, so I want to know like, okay, remember how we were sitting there and they were going in on Whitney, but we didn't know what they were saying because we were like yes. behind, behind the glass. And so how they had a sitting and then she came out and she had tears in her eyes. Remember, she was like, you guys, do you guys like me? Can you guys amp me up? <laughs> like, do you remember that? So, she was so cute. I remember. Yeah. She was like, she's like, I need a hype squad. We guys hype me up. And we like gave her a hug and we hyped her up. And then the and... producers were like, don't talk to her. Don't look her in the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, also remember she was pissed off though too. So here's the fun thing, right? Like learning behind the scenes of how everything kind of works, right? Like the girls wanted more alcohol and the producers were denying them more alcohol because they were trying to get them to be more pissed off at each other while they're yelling. And I was like, they are so fucked up like if i was this reality star and i wanted a glass of champagne or a cocktail i'm expecting my cocktail if you're withholding that from me so that i can deliver to a certain like expectation i mean it's it's great it's genius Mm -hmm. right but like now that i know that that happens you're like how many other times are they doing this to other girls like they're just like i'm gonna produce this bitch like (laughs) (laughs) like how did we get to Teresa flipping the table right like what did they withhold from her to get to that right like it's just like you think about it a little bit more differently now but well, i mean because they the- and there's they're also annoyed because it's like they just want to get food and they never brought them food they just they never them, brought like, them their food there. yeah they, they, the like, server was the server was so terrified he was like their food's in the window died i'm like girl you better box that shit up for them <laughs> like they just yeah they didn't get any food like they were just like kind of sitting there they were like and then they would come out and be like i have to pee and they'd be like shut up don't talk to these people keep it going keep it going because <laughs> like, like Jen Shaw right. came out and she was like hey party people and I was like okay you're a star you know what I mean and now so, we're seeing right she was so she, she was so sweet yeah she's so. gonna get her own special so she's getting she like, is. she's getting a sit down with Andy because she's not she's not allowed to be at the other I, I don't know why she's allowed to do a sit down with Andy but she can't do the the reunion it doesn't well, make any they're sense. saying at the reunion they wanted to specifically talk about like her jail sentence and her case and her lawyers had advised her to not do that and so bravo was not happy with the fact that she wouldn't be able to talk about that but she's like right now what i needed to focus on is my family and i think that is very true right 
but I mean, but it's not fair because 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 remember Erica Jane and she was like, it's being discussed. It's being discussed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> what was Hi, what, what, I'm what, Erica Jane. <laughs> That's really good. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh she's, god she's yeah just, she's like, she's, we're, we're on appeal we're on appeal we're on appeal <laughs> we're on appeal who did that, who did that <laughs> on drag someone did that on drag race recently i think it was like one of the uk queens for their snatch game or it was oh. for celebrity it was for celebrity drag race yeah, yeah. it was mark uh, it was mark it was, and he, did, he did it was the worst erica but it was funny because he couldn't get the voice down but when he was crying with the money i was dying like that was so great like, I was like we're on appeal oh my god this bitch too how about she like turned in the earrings and they weren't the right earrings how about that how about that like did you see that whole controversy Jen Shaw, they're saying that all the stuff that's been seized from her has been counterfeit bags, has been big all fake jewelry. bags. That yeah, just tells like... you, like, I want them to tell us what about Dorit, like, what what is not real in Dorit's closet? Because how is she rolling up every single time in Fendi head to toe and like just the fabric right? of Fendi? And it's just like, what 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 happened here? How did this happen? That's Santi Alley Fendi, isn't it? A lot of the stuff is rented. I remember, like when Lisa Renna was talking about it on set, like that Gucci suit that she had, like the mm-hmm. denim one. She said, she, she, "Like they, we barely heard about it." But she's like, "She's like, oh, I rented this." Like, I think some of the girls maybe rent some other things because, I mean, that stuff would be really expensive, right? I mean, like that's insane. Super. expensive. Well, that's like, the thing too. Is is I've been listening to Bethany's podcast. She's got that new Rewives, yeah. and I really yeah. wanted to not listen to it. And she's had a couple like duds on there yeah. like like um so her you know and you saw that whole thing on watch what happens lies with with, with yes, her with her and her jeff and lewis jeff. and andy oh, yes. that was, oh it was great i was just there eating my popcorn i was like go off sis, go off and jeff did um <laughs> jeff did apologize to her afterwards and her and, and her and andy are supposedly good but she addresses us all on her podcast and so she usually has like an episode each week that she does a recap and it's with somebody who has no business doing a recap about housewives so it's like elizabeth Ma. Susie Orman, <laughs> Jerry Springer. Oh um, she and then she just recently had some like TikToker. So which makes me it makes her kind of like ugh because like she's always like looked her down her nose at like the whole influencer thing, but then she has a TikToker on. But like the episode with like with Elizabeth Moss, fantastic. Um, and then she does an episode with Susie Orman, you know the money guru. About, no, I, was say, I can only imagine that episode where Susie Gorman is breaking down the money on everything. It's <laughs> fucking incredible. And so, but, but, um, but Bethany, you know what I mean? Like she has the same kind of a thing, you know, with, with this, this relationship with, with being a housewife. And she talks about how like everybody is acting like they have all this money, but they don't, they're renting houses, they're renting cars, they're renting all of their wardrobe and they're doing this and they're popping off for the season. And then when the season goes away, all the clothes about- goes away. Told you that about Gina, remember in Orange County House? I was like, mm-hmm. all these bitches rent. I'm like, so they make fun of Gina, her small house. At least Gina owns her small house. Well, like. Yeah. So she, I mean, like the Susie Orman one too, it's so good because like Susie yeah. Orman breaks down Sheree and she was like, Sheree's, if she, Sheree really had all this money, she wouldn't care. And the whole, you know, they, they break down the um, who's going to check me, boo. They break down that yeah. episode, that old episode. And it's yeah. amazing because Susie just is going through finances like with everything. And she was like, well, she's like this and she's like this. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, I have no money. Susie Orman would read me to filth. <laughs> like like, like so she me, is. I say, me and my boyfriend, we just did a budget for myself, right? To like help me like, like track my spending a little bit. And when you put everything like on a spreadsheet and a pivot table, girl, you were like, I have no fucking money. <laughs> Mm-hmm. How, am I, how, how am I alive right now? How, how am I standing here still, like, doing what it is I'm doing, but I really have no money? <laughs> like, it's, it's really hard. It's a big wake-up call. It's that and Carrie Bradshaw syndrome. Like, yes, I will be the old woman who lives shoes. in her shoe. <laughs> yeah, it's that. It's totally that. Look, Carrie, yeah. little shoes. Um, 
but it's it's that kind of a feeling so like i'm like listening to it and on one side i'm like oh susie get her and at the other side i'm like oh shit susie would read me to felt like susie would hate me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but it's just like a whole thing okay let's switch gears as we were like you know we've we, been, been talking for like everything and nothing um i'm loving the hbo like offerings right now this season i mean in yeah. as much as i like i'm Hulu is not hitting for me right now. Like there's nothing over there that's like really like Abbott Elementary is the only thing I'm I'm like watching over there at this moment. Dope sick. Dope sick was really good. I'm not sure if you watched it, but that was really amazing. But you can only watch it so much because it's really depressing because it's about people being addicted to opioids. Yeah. And I'm from I'm from Ohio girl. That's like that's too close to home. Where that happened, right? And that was really good. And the whole Amanda Seifert, uh, the dropout thing, that was great too. But again, really depressing so it's like yeah oh you saw that too that 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 girl um from the dropout the Um, one who she plays she got she got she got sentenced she got like like okay here's the thing that makes me mad she only so me and my boyfriend we read it when it happened we were on vacation she got sentenced to 11 years and i'm like okay look at this jen shaw is technically looking at spending the rest of her life in prison for defrauding people but elizabeth holmes a white woman Messed with people's health, told people they were dying, and the woman's gonna spend 11 years. I'm like, that is white privilege at its fucking finest. Like, I cannot. Like, yes, did Jin Shaw do bad things? She defrauded people of money. Sure. Were they able to get that money back? Yes, but how do you give someone their life back? You know, after I defrauding you, them their I, life. Like, that just is like, I'm so mad. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you, Elizabeth Holmes doesn't serve at all. Uh, and she's not she, because she's a white woman, right? And Jen Shaw will have to spend the rest of her life, or maybe the three years that she's trying to get right now. She's so. sentenced to eleven point two five years in prison with three years of supervised uh, release. Oh my god, I cannot! Like my heart just breaks. Like I'm just like, why? Like, uh. I'm devastated. <laughs> I'm devastated. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm like... so devastated. <laughs> like the whole time, she's just like, it's very unfortunate, uh, and we're looking into it. I'm devastated. <laughs> What did you do? <laughs> oh God, that voice that she uses the whole time. Uh, uh, I'm well, devastated. She, she got a Golden Globe nomination, so good for her. <laughs> good for her. So, okay, but my things I was talking about, like over at HBO, so like the Sex Lives of College Girls, yeah. I'm completely obsessed. It's so funny. Good. Love it. Um, and then, but Gossip Girl is the one that is just hitting for me right now. I think it's because like I crave for that like escapism where like a show does everything from like music to the people's voices, their cadences, the way that they dress, the sets, everything is just like perfect. And so that you need, right? It's like gay happy meal. Like it's so much fun right now. I love it. It's that. And then also how they're like writing everybody into the scenes together and making it almost yeah. seem natural that like, you know, when, um, who is, okay. The threesomes, the threesome is Aki. And then mm-hmm. what's, what's the girl's name? And then, I don't know. <laughs> and then, and then, and then Max Wolf. So Max, Max Wolf, Wolf yeah. who's basically like our new, like queer Chuck Bass, He's, you know, has the three different people that he's not slept with and they're all about to, you know, tell everybody that he's like, you know, in, he's settled down or whatever. And so he's going to have like this orgy with them. His parents come home, the lady who they're supposed to be having dinner with about the Park Association, <laughs> you know, Central Park Association. And she just reads them to filth the whole time when that old lady came in through the house and she was like, yeah. it's not on the park, but it's still nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like oh god you guys aren't one of those households that don't wear shoes are you and so <laughs> i had a roommate who tried to do that with us like for a little while in new york city like and this is like we were all like in our 20s straight out of college and he tried to be like you guys let's like not wear our shoes in the apartment anymore and we had all hardwood floors and it was just did not work and so it's like i'm building an outfit it doesn't work <laughs> so it was just all those those like little pieces that you know like as you watch and then you know he's upstairs with with that his parents are home now all of a sudden his friends are walking in then we have more things okay this past week we're just gonna like talk spoilers because i can't talk around them and it's just more fun this way grace the storyline with grace Okay, who is dating Obi. 
So, you know, Julian. I don't like her. I hate her. I don't know why. I just do not like her. I don't Who? like the actress, I think. The Grace? actress that plays Grace. I don't like her. Oh, she she's the like worst. She, and the way that they just. Like she fits in. So. They ripped her in half this week. She's fucking yeah. her brother. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was like the whole thing is it's like, well, she hasn't been with me. She wasn't in the Poconos with me. Well, then why was she at the Crosby? You know what I mean? And it's just like with your brother you said this wasn't going to happen again and it's like oh no this is like an ongoing Uh, thing yeah (laughs) oh my god it's all that i'm loving that like julian is finally got some bite to her because like that was a thing about serena in the old school show is that serena was like that bitch you know what i mean like there was a certain point where serena would just act out and like the devil would come out of her you know what i mean (laughs) yeah like i I did all the drugs and I fucked your man. Like that's how it's going to roll. But yeah, like, she's good. Yeah. But Julian has not given us any of that, and so we haven't seen it yet because it's been like a whole season and a half, and now she's finally like coming to life. And when Monet, you know, uh, when they take Grace to that like little luncheon, and she doesn't want to introduce uh, Monet to her her friend, you know, to make, yeah. the, love, make the love connection. And when yeah. she's like, okay, whatever, just go, you know, <laughs> she like treats her. <laughs> And then Julian's like, you keep on doing this. And she was like, there she is. You know what I mean? She's she's waking up. That's what she says. That's my favorite line. Is she's she's waking up. Ugh, yeah. love it. I'm waiting to see what's going on. I can't remember the girl's name now. So you know, like how Julian has her two old best friends, Monet, who's now like kind of her enemy, friend of me. She's the Blair Waldorf of the show yeah. with the headband. And then the one, the other girl who's like the PR girl. Yes, like the Latina actress, yeah. What darkness is in there that's about, that they are alluding to? Because I don't it's know, like it's coming out. Her parents have like, she hasn't seen them in a year and a half or whatever, that she f- was fleeing some dictatorship country or whatever. That's why her parents sent her there. She's got more money than anybody knows what to do with. And all she wants to do is just kind of be like, in the background of her friends you know what i mean like be the puppet master in a sense what is going to happen with that character like where where are we going and that's we're going to see some craziness though from her she reminds me a lot of maddie from euphoria but like when i look at both of those girls like i look at those actresses and i look like kind of think about hbo and it's like do they just do like a a whole big audition process like we're going to take this girl because if you look at the actress that plays maddie on euphoria she could very well play this girl on gossip girl right and vice versa this girl who's the 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 ringleader now on gossip girl could have been maddie on euphoria like they could just like slide into each other almost i think Mm -hmm. it's it's just something it's um but I'm like waiting to see like when is she gonna when is she gonna wake up you know this teacher the okay so the teacher situation I'm liking the storylines that they have going on why is the one teacher though so like you know how Ki- Kiwi whatever her name is has like her um wait I need to get Joseph Girl reboot cast up so I can make sure I have these people's names correctly. <laughs> Uh, is it the new teacher the like the guy teacher the guy teacher yeah him like but he's like under but he's like undercover though right he's like trying to find out who gossip girl is and then yeah. she like in the la- in the last episode she sees like his dms on his computer and she's like what the fuck like she was like i need to get out of here i'm getting screwed right now like she's finding mm-hmm. out his ulterior motives yeah so like and who I'm sorry, but like I need to rewatch it. Maybe I'll do that us on the plane. Who is he communicating with that he's trying to get this? I, is it? Is it? I don't Jahan? know. I, I like. I don't know. I like missed that part. I think. But I don't know who yeah. he's communicating to. Yeah. So. I can't tell if it's Monet's mom, like Mrs. Dahan, you know. Yeah. Which that whole threesome situation, and when she like tells her daughter off at that at that uh, that event and she's like you know we've you your privilege has let you become an out queer woman you know live your life as you please and you look down your nose at me for my life choices and then when she calls her and she was like and you're going into nothing but a mess and that's what (laughs) you are is a mess that was so great oh my god vicious (laughs) like what do you do okay girl's name is luna that's the one who we're talking about the pr girl who we who we like she's from the netflix series control z which i don't know if i've ever seen and gossip girl 
And so... But I don't like that name, Luna. That's so, like, ugh, everyone names her cat fucking Luna nowadays. I'm so over it. <laughs> oh, God. She's playing a freaking 17 years old, and she's she's 27 years old in real life. Oh, my God. That's insane. I mean, a lot of these actors do look a little bit older than they're supposed to um like but that's what happens when you're in a high school show like it's very okay rare, you know that you get guess how old julian is i don't know 30 she's 29 in real life <laughs> jordan alexander close. wow i mean they look young so jordan alexander yeah she, she looks great yeah i love her and i love that like the lead actor as a shaved head it's just so freaking cool and fun so we were talking about we were talking about Gossip Girl at work because I love how much it is, and they're talking about how people are watching um, the old one on Netflix. And then I there was a nineteen year old girl talking to me, and she's like, "I don't like the new Gossip Girl. It's too woke." And I'm like, "You're a nineteen year old white girl telling me that the new Gossip Girl is too woke." I'm like, "I got to go by." <laughs> it's because there's not a ridiculous because Audrey's <laughs> Audrey's the only white girl in it, and in, 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 who's like in the threesome, and so when she feels like she's on the side, Ugh. girl, it's a good freaking show right now. And even though I do hate some characters, like I do not like Zoya. Like I can't stand I Z. Love it. I think it's great. I but like I, no, I mean like Z. I don't like yeah. her. I don't like the actress. <laughs> or not the actress. Yeah. I like Whitney Peak. Whitney Whitney Peak, the actress is great. She was cute in Hocus Pocus. You know what I mean? Like she was in the new Hocus Pocus too. You've never you don't watch Hocus Pocus, yeah. but anyways, she was also in Sabrina. But like the girl who plays Z. <laughs> um, but I hate her in this. I hate the character choices they keep making. And her dad. You know what I mean? Like, the whole thing is, is her and her dad are constantly lying to each other. So they're always trying to catch each other in lies. And it's like, that has to be so freaking exhausting to live like that. Like, if you can't trust the person that you live with, and this is her dad. <laughs> like, it's like a whole thing. But like, she's like the only character who I'm just like waiting to like see like what pops off with her. But yeah, this is like my show right now, you guys. So it's like one of those things I'm going to be talking about here and there is that because I'm completely loving the new Gossip Girl reboot and they're dropping one episode each week. And the thing is, is like tomorrow, like, so we're recording this on the Wednesday. We're in the time machine. And so tomorrow is Thursday. So I'll be editing this episode like while I'm flying. But I'm also going to be downloading the Gossip Girl first thing in the morning so I can be watching it on the plane. (laughs) I'm trying to like put my little playlist together. I do actually. You know, when I get home from Thursday from work, it's the first thing I do. Like, I'm so excited. Like, I'm like, I'm going to go home and watch Gossip Girl. (laughs) It really is. Like, there's like, it's those kind of shows right now that I'm like living for. This appointment appointment viewing. Um, Okay. So, like, let's change gears because we're going to have to wrap up here. But uh, so what are your suggestions for people to watch? I know that you're in the midst of of the practice binge that you're binging that right now. Is it, are you binging on Hulu? I'm binging that on Hulu. I'm almost done. I'm on season seven. <laughs> How many seasons is it? Um, eight seasons. So, and oh. I have started it from the beginning, like a few months ago. So, I do pretty good. You're gonna be. Uh, you're to gonna miss your characters. World. You're gonna miss your friends. I hate that. Yeah, but you know what? Crazy. Um, yes, I'm gonna miss them. Um, we're watching the Chippendales thing right now. It's great. It's completely just fun and mindless, and it's like. It's great for some like good eye candy. Um, is it? Is it reality? Actors on it. No, it's not. It's based off of the. It is based off of their reality, but it's not a reality show. It's like an actual scripted thing, and that's on Hulu right now, actually. So maybe I'll download a couple really episodes of that. <laughs> and then what else did I watch? I was trying to think the other day. I was like, I have to watch that. Um, I saw that. Don't pick up the phone. It was the docu series on Netflix. It was about, it's really serious. <laughs> it's about back um, in the day, like they would call fast food companies, like and get like a anonymous tip and they would say, hey, your employee was caught stealing from a customer. So we need you to strip search them. And so they would give them the option to go down to the police station and strip search them, or they could strip search them in the office. And most people took the choice of getting strip searched in the office. And then some of them would have cameras so they could see everything that happened. But there was one with a 17-year-old girl, and they would have these people strip naked and, like, jump up and down because they thought that they were hiding money in their crevices. So then people like McDonald's and Taco Bell, they got sued by these people because you, they did bad things to them that weren't supposed to happen. Like, it was false. So it's pretty interesting, kind of sad, but 
it was worth a watch. <laughs> Trigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So that sounds like a then, warm holiday watch. <laughs> of course, and of course, Drag Race right now, the Canada versus the world right now, which is great. So I'm all. How there, are you, you feeling? Know, um, I feel good. I feel really bad about what happened with Isis Couture because I totally saw her snatching herself a second crown because she's so amazingly fucking talented. But, you know, I get it. Like, you know, it, she had the pedestal for, hey, I'm just not ready for this. I need to go take care of myself. And I really love that we're getting there as like a world, as a community to kind of just be like, let's start taking care of each other. Let's start taking care of ourselves because it is a lot of pressure sometimes that we put on ourselves as entertainers. It doesn't hurt that she gets that that, the thing is, is like, she's one of those queens who, if you weren't paying attention necessarily to the regular Canada's drag race, and you're only watching all star seasons, because I know people who do that, they just pick up like Canada versus the world, UK versus the world, you know what I mean? Like they don't do all the, the, it gave her a new platform, because people are going to watch. And then also, she's a, she's a, um, she's a pandemic queen. You know what I mean? We had two seasons when they were like locked up and they weren't having like the real, you know, we had, you know, people winning in their living rooms like Jada, who now is is doing, who, who did, um, you know, speaking with her like backstage at like, you know, when we were, um, in Orlando, like Jada had mentioned, you know, she was a pandemic queen. She won in her living room. So she didn't yeah. have like the full regalia of like walking. And then the next year they did it to a closed audience, you know, like on a stage. Yeah. So yeah. she won like this big, huge honor, but she didn't really get to like really gallivant the world like the girls do when they win, you know, yeah. and really take full advantage. So that's why, yeah. you know, it was smart of her to get on the queen of queen of queen seasons to be on that all stars to be the uh, on a winter season so she gets like another chance at like doing the whole gamut of like press junkets and tours and all that kind of thing so i think it like yeah. you know it benefits isis that she was even on the show like she's gonna be fine she's got a crown you know so yeah and it's, and it's good that they did that it did eliminate somebody it created good tv because then we got to save two queens in a week you know and, we had, and then inevitably the next week you know our girl was, was her name trinity Vanity, vanity. Uh, oh, vanity, vanity, vanity Milan. Van- yeah. Vanity Milan went home. This went went home in the most recent episode that we've watched. So, like, we haven't seen this Friday's episode. When this episode of this podcast comes out, also the new episode of Canada versus the World drops. So we haven't seen that one. But so as as of where we're standing right now, we have Rita Baga, we have Silky, we got yeah. Raja, and we have uh, Victoria Scone. Do we have anybody yeah. else? That's it. Those are the, Th- those are the four. four. So yeah. who are you feeling? Like, what are you feeling right now? Like, who do you feel? Uh, I, who do you think is going to get think... it? And who do you want it to get it? Let's say, let's do it that way. I don't think any of them are deserving. I think Isis should be winning it if she would have stayed in. So for me, once she dropped out, I was like, I don't think any of these girls deserve it. Not to say that their drag isn't valid So you anything. can't do I that just... because remember when Shangela, <laughs> like, remember Ben de la Creme walked. And then uh, Sha- and then Shangela got knocked out, and then it became Trixie, and Trixie is one of the Shangela most successful is, in the world. Shangela should have won All Stars, and it's so funny because RuPaul, RuPaul was just on Watch What Happens Live too, and like Andy Cohen after who should have won, and he said Shangela. He's like, of all the queens who have not ever won, he's like Shangela should have won at least mm-hmm. this season. I agree on that. She should have won All Stars. Yeah, that um, was her so season for- to win, and Trixie would have been fine with that, with or without it. But it was still a good showing for Trixie to come, and now she owns the freaking world. She owns a freaking hotel <laughs> in Palm Springs. Like, give me a break. I love her. Um, <laughs> so okay, so for Canada versus the world, um, for, because you know I want a U.S. girl to win. I think Raja is super deserving. She's great, but mm-hmm. I think who will win will probably be Victoria Scone because Drag Race is doing this thing where they want to seem very like. In the now moment, they want to be seen like, woke, like that, like that, like that eighteen-year-old yeah, girl yeah, that you were they, just clowning. They, <laughs> they want to seem woke, wanna, like her. So Victoria Scone's gonna win, like us. And the thing is, like, see, I'm mad at, I'm not mad at Victoria Scone, but for me, like, I couldn't buy the whole thing when she was mad about them saying fishy because they have used that term in drag like forever, and I was like, how are you offended by that? Like, it's different though because it's you don't walk that journey. So the thing is, is so and, I don't. And, and so women, women do feel that way. The thing is, is like one of. So I wish the narrative on that would have been changed from the beginning because the whole thing with, you know, 
being fish is that like it was the it was the girl who could blend in at school you know what I mean like a school of fish and so that, that's kind of like where some of that comes from the background but it's been so emphasized now that it has to do with like a female anatomy because that had become so derogatory so that's the reason why she feels that way I mean like I won't I won't begrudge her for that one woke moment I think Victoria is really showing up this season um when we watch each week I do find her to be one of the funnier ones who's quicker and just kind of she's with it um I do think that she's probably gonna win I I don't I don't want to say this because I work with these girls you know here and there but <laughs> I'm just like with Rita Baga, I don't know if I get it. I, it's not that's what it is. Like I love looking at her sometimes, but sometimes I don't know if I completely get it. You know what I mean? I get that. Yeah. Like I'm not on her team to root, like to win, but I'm not like against her though either, right? Like I'm yeah, like, like eh. I can't deny but... <laughs> that she's she's a great drag queen. She's beautiful, she's got it, she's everything. You know what I mean? She's yeah. been Linda, she's with Linda Evangelista, everybody loves her. Did you stone those tights yourself? But like, <laughs> um, I just don't know. Like she just, she doesn't click that. She doesn't tick that box for me. I don't find her, maybe it's, I don't find her exciting. You know what I mean? I find like, maybe that's what it is. But you know who I will say, I have grown to like Silky Nutmeg Ganache so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She's won me over because like, this is not the same person that we saw with Miley Cyrus on her back being a crazy hooting and hollering. Uh, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. <laughs> it, this is not the same person anymore. And now you like, you watch her and you feel like the things that she says are earnest. Like, I believe her. I don't think she's a good, I don't think she's a good enough actress to be like, you know, to be as sympathetic and whatnot as, as she is. I don't know. I just find that I like, I like Dr. Sa Dr. Silky Nutmeg Ganache, you guys. I can't deny it. Um, I feel like I feel. she's great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I would think right now, so before we like, before I wrap up, so let me just think of a couple things that I had watched recently that were holiday driven holiday and handcuffs. Okay. So holiday and handcuffs that is on Amazon prime. That's on prime video. Okay. And it is Melissa Joan Hart and Mario Lopez. It's like, well, I think it's, it from, I think it's like from 2000. Eight, 2012 <laughs> 2006 it's kind of in that blur of the early 2000s ish was it, it is the movie? it i think so or a lifetime movie it is the worst movie i've ever watched <laughs> in my entire life it is and the thing is is okay so she plays a girl who has to go home like every other hallmark type movie you know and her boyfriend breaks up with her last minute because he can't stand her because you really can't stand her either she doesn't really have a great personality she doesn't look great because <laughs> she gives herself this weird perm and all these other things and then she ends up she's a, a waitress at like a diner and so she needs to go home for the holidays and she's having a nervous breakdown because all these things are happening her family is giving her all this pressure the boyfriend breaks up with her mario lopez walks in He's cute. He's sitting there. She ends up assaulting him, <laughs> like basically <laughs> kidnapping him. She knocks him out and kidnaps him and takes him home to her parents' house at gunpoint. Holiday in handcuffs. It is completely <laughs> unhinged. Okay, so that's one of my holiday movies right now. I think we've already kind of talked about the whole Lindsay Lohan situation. So uh, Falling for Christmas. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. I did like it. And so I would say that is something that I could recommend. Um, if you like old school Lindsay Lohan, like if you like Lindsay Lohan doing like Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, if you like. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> yeah, so if you like Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, if you like, you know, Freaky Friday, if you like those early Lindsay Lohan things where she's just like, ah, and like falls off of things and throws her body into stuff. And, you know, it's like that. And now it's, it's but it's on Netflix. So it's cute enough. It's just Lindsay's face is like frozen in a certain way and so she's still beautiful <laughs> but when you light it weird you light it weird that's what i'll say that's how <laughs> like, like when, when you light it so um so those are like my two like little holiday wrecks that i've been watching i told you guys last week to start watching the santa clauses which is over on um disney plus which is like the tim allen series and that you know it's like been redone out there um Tim Allen is not attractive anymore at all, but that's beside itself. Other than that, I know the holiday is out there. Watch that. That's probably one of my favorite Christmas movies that comes around at the time of year. So watch that, Mr. Knackenhead. Okay, 
Um, you guys, um, Nelson, do you have a crush this week? A crush, a person, a place, a thing? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I will, you know, actually, yes. I will say the thing that I have a crush on this week are baked goods and cookies and sweets because they are very comforting and it's that time of season where everyone at work comes in and they bring some shit that they made and i love it because i love sweets so that is your thing and i would actually i would second that that is a really really good crush to have it's like on a really really good sweet i think the other (laughs) thing that you should have a crush on the other thing i'm gonna have a crush on right now is upgrading your flight and so upgrading Yes, I did that this morning because I looked <laughs> and I was checking in and I realized that I have a layover and that layover, I do not get off the plane. So it's just like they repack the plane. So I upgraded. So that's what Dang. I'm right now sitting in. So that is my I get that. I crush on right now. <laughs> so, okay. I love that. You guys, I love that. You sound very Lisa Barlow. Okay, you guys, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you guys Merry all Christmas. so much. Thank you guys all so much for ta- tuning in this week. We am here with Nelson Castillo. It has been a wonderful Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. I hope that you completely get everything that you want and you are completely comfortable and you have something warm in your belly and great to drink. Okay, that's pretty much it, you guys. So good night from the lower level. Good night. <laughs> Good night from the lower level. Merry Christmas, everybody.